Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Loud and Local continues on The Rock with Kevin Deers, 99.9 KISW. It's Loud and Local to Stay Home Sessions. We were scheduled to do this in studio and then, well... The entire world went uh, upside down, but uh, it's okay. I'm on the phone right now with Jamie Reynolds from a band called 1967. First off, uh, how are you doing, man? How are you staying sane? How are you staying safe? How are you staying uh, not going crazy? (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing really well. If I focus on my dog sleeping on the bed right now, it makes me feel a lot more serene. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's the thing. is working from home. Spending time with family, you know, doing the deal one day at a time. We might, uh, the humans might be having a bad time or a hard time or, or stressful, but I think the dogs are the most appreciative of this time. They're like, yeah, more dad time, more mom time. I think the cats are ready for us to go back to work, though. Oh, I completely agree. <laughs> the cats are like, yo, I need my space, bro. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, 1967, you guys are a Portland based band. Um, first off, I gotta ask, what's, what's the, uh, the origin of the name? Origin of the name. It's a great year for cars and music, number one. Okay, yeah. Number two, my, my brother Jeff Reynolds was born that year. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, it's kind of an in-memory kind of a deal with him. Yeah. He passed away about 20-plus years ago, mm. Still an unsolved crime up in Skagit County, up in your neck of the woods. Wow. We're trying to figure out what happened to him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Older brother looked up to him, musician, songwriter, same kind of deal. So, yeah, so family. Uh, let's talk a little bit about that. Is that is your older brother the one who got you like into music and like kind of like lit that flame f- for passion for music for you? Yeah, he was one of them. I mean, him, obviously, my dad, Jim, and um, my grandmother Norma Small. She was a pianist. She she played piano and, mm-hmm. and bands for. 80 years or so. Yeah. So she was, she was a performer as well back in the, back in the old days. Wow. <laughs> Come from a, like a musical family. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been great. Uh, when did you pick up an instrument and what's like your earliest memory of, of like trying to do the thing, do the thing that everyone around you was doing? Uh, I about four years old, maybe, maybe earlier, three, four years old. Piano. Nice. I started piano lessons as four. So yeah, there was instruments everywhere: organ, drum sets, guitars. I had an acoustic guitar when I was real little. Um, didn't wasn't really interested back then, but then I picked that up later when I was about eleven. Kind of picked it back up. But yeah, I went from piano, 
then I went to bass guitar, playing Motley Crue songs, yeah. and then I think before that, it was, it was like piano, drums, and then bass guitar, and then guitar. <laughs> nice. And it's singing along the way, you know? Yeah. Singing at school, and all that stuff. So, so all this music is around you, but uh, I'm curious, um, and, and even if it's embarrassing, I'd like to you to tell the honest truth. What was the first album, be it CD, vinyl, uh, cassette, whatever, the first piece of actual physical media, music-wise, that you purchased on your own, with your own money, not given to you by, like, the cooler older brother or your parents or something? You for the cassette tape, something like that? Yeah, first, first album, like, uh, whether it be cassette, CD, whatever. That you, that you know, I want to count. I want to count this. It was a gift given to me for my birthday when I was, gosh, must have been under ten years old. Yeah, uh, Metallica's "Ride the Lightning." Nice. Okay. Yeah, dude. That's a yeah. Good, that's a I good... was like, whoa. Yeah. And I was like, man, this is kind of kind of strange. <laughs> I love it. It was my babysitter gave it to me. It's a cool babysitter. He was listening to Sailing in the Sea of the Cheese and, like, all that stuff by Primus. Nice. Early Soundgarden, Fat Motorfinger, you know. Sounds like he was a stoner babysitter. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, late, late to football practice. <laughs> kind of guy. Exactly. Take take a little, uh, little break outside. Um <laughs> So uh, why don't we shout out the other people that are involved with 1967? Uh, who am I not speaking with today that's in 1967? Well, currently, we've got Sean Kenny on drums here mm-hmm. in Portland. And then another guy named Will Strong who's been playing bass with me. Okay. So those, those are my current um, guns right now. Yeah. But I play with a lot of different guys around a lot of different areas of the U.S., so it's been fun so far. Cool, man. I yeah, started, started in Arizona quite, quite a few years ago, and then Washington, and then now Oregon. Yeah, okay, so let's talk about like, the origin story of 1967. So uh, was it kind of like your brainchild, and, and you said you started it in Arizona? Yeah. Yeah, back, gosh, that was in 2011 or so. And the main lineup was consisted of a guy named Scotty Signs on guitar. Mm-hmm. And then me and then Jordan Courtney on bass and Nathan Marching on drums. And it kind of just evolved from there. Uh, so, what brought you back to the Northwest? Gosh, family, I would say. Nice. Yeah. And it was too hot down there. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't do any more summers down there. I just couldn't do it. Playing some shows. Up. I, lo- I love that yeah. town. I love that town. Lots to do there. Really hot. <laughs> I imagine. So, uh, you know, you 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 were uh, from the Laconer Mount Vernon area, you said, but now you're living in Portland. Uh, what drew you to uh, Portland? Well, Portland, it's really close to a lot of our family members, and it's awesome. also a metropolis, which I would prefer to live in. Yeah. Um, got a four year old daughter. Awesome. So we're really close to grandparents up in your up your way. Yep. So it's nice to be able to go up there. Um, and yeah, my partner she lived here for eleven years in the past, so she just she considered it home. So you know, it's always a happier life that way. 
your partner's happy. Yeah, absolutely. Happy life, happy wife, happy life. Um, so aside from, you know, the big, big, Grand plans to come into the studio of Loud and Local. I'm kidding, of course. Uh, what other What other things uh, did you have planned? Was there anything that that COVID and the whole pandemic has kind of put on hold for you? Was there any shows, tours, or, or like recording or anything? Yeah, I can appreciate that. We had a tour scheduled, a five day run from Eugene, Oregon, up to Arlington, Washington. Yeah, they were doing Eugene. Um, Port, it was like Eugene, it was five days in a row. It was like Eugene, Portland, Tacoma, Washington, Seattle over at, uh, the Fun House. Yeah. And then we were going to do the Merkwood for our last day. It was like a Tuesday through Saturday kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was all, it was all locked and loaded from like the 24th, I think, to the 30th or something like that. So this month, all of them canceled, as yeah. you can imagine. Uh, but we're, yeah, they're going to let us reschedule them when, you know, when the time is right. Yep. So we're just, uh, taking it one day at a time. But yeah, and then the, some of the booking stuff I do as well, uh, got put on hold too. Yeah. Booking shows and booking agency. Well, uh, let's just hope that things can get back to a relative sense of normalcy, at least in sometime soon. Um, you, uh, so how, because of these, you know, obviously gigging musicians and independent artists and stuff, their main source of income is these shows, at least. Um, how can we support uh, 1967 outside of that? Uh, like, where can we purchase the album? Do you guys have any any uh, ways to, to do that online? You can do it on iTunes and all of the online retailers. Yeah. This newest stuff that you're spinning, you know, I wish I could say that as far as the main retailers, but you can get it through me directly. Nice. These five songs that you've been kind of, you know, hitting on the radio occasionally. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying this new this new recording. It was a lot of fun working working with John Kurzweig on it over in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Ooh. So did you... It's also been based over there, too. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Nice. Yeah. All over the place, dude. Your origin story <laughs> finds you guys all over. Um so actually, let's jump into one of the songs right now. And uh, is this uh, so? This is a uh, new material by 1967. I'm talking with Jamie Reynolds from the band. Uh, where can uh, where can we? Um, is is this going to see a proper release anytime in the in the future, or is this just a, a, a taste of what's to come? You know, it's unreleased right now. I do want to release it. I'm still shopping it around. Yeah. To try to find a home for it right now. Totally. Um. So anyone that gets to hear it is really, really fortunate, I suppose. Yeah, get out your tape that's old school bootleg style. I'm just kidding. Tape traders. Uh, but yeah, probably before the end of the year, regardless cool. of what happens. Right on. Released. Well, this is new music you hear at first, then. It's Uncle Dan, 1967. We'll be back with more on Loud Local. Stay home sessions.
It's uh, loud and local stay home sessions. Talk about 1967 founder, member, original uh, project lord, uh, master of the domain of 1967. <laughs> uh, what happened? Exactly. So uh, Jamie Reynolds, of course, uh, we're, we're talking with him, and you just heard a song called Uncle Dan. Uh, so I hear a little kid in the background. Um, is this uh, is this been a uh, fun time for you to like get to play with your kid a lot more and 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 do you have to pretend to also be teacher? Do you have to play the play the role of teacher and give them daily lessons and stuff? Anything and everything, all of the above. <laughs> yes, it's been quite. It's been it's been great. Uh, her birthday was over the weekend. Yeah, happy birthday! Yeah, and Mother's Day as well, the same exact day. So That's that awesome. was quite fun and. Yeah. It was, it was a bit challenging. It, was, it went really, really, really well. Good. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, we're always teaching her stuff. We're probably teaching her bad stuff, bad habits. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> it's been good to catch up with family. The quality time has been immense. That's awesome. We've really, really been enjoying it. Uh, have you? Great, grateful. As far as you go, uh, you and your wife, have you guys had gotten into uh, like binging any any shows or been filling your time with music or, uh, or 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 with any movies? Anything that you've really caught up on or uh, filled your life with as far as like when the kid goes to bed? There's been some good shows on lately. Um, Netflix is always a good go-to. Acorns is, is a good little uh, kind of British deal that that sometimes that she'll watch. I'll, I'll watch it occasionally. Okay. I haven't seen that I, one I've been yet. watching Halt, Halt, Halt or Catch Fire. Oh. I finally finished the last season of that from AMC. Okay. Which I was, I was watching that three, four years ago, and I was like, oh, I forgot to watch the last season. Yeah. Uh, it's a good show. It's kind of a techie, you know, back when IBM started in Texas kind of a deal, that whole thing. So that's a that's a that's a kind of a a good way to kind of segue into like your your regular your uh, your regu- your Clark Kent life. Um, so you work in, oh, yeah. you work in tech and and you make apps and whatnot. So uh, why don't we shout out your your company if if you don't mind, or at least just uh, mention uh, what what you do. Feel free. Yeah, just developing business for a company called the Main Branch, mm-hmm. and they're they're at Woodenville. So they're on that side of the pond over in Seattle on the yeah. east side near all the big guys. And they're always working on projects. They're, they're quite, quite the shop, developing, developing apps, um, building websites, doing computer programming, yeah. C++, you name it, anything and everything. Ten-plus years in the business. Cool. Very seasoned engineers. How long have and you I'm been bringing- how long have you been involved in 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 uh not just that company but also like the world of tech and 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 coding and and uh, engineer uh and whatnot? What first off, you know, what exactly is your title before I go any further and then um give me a little background on that? Sales sales manager. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, business development. So finding people that need help in that area, IT people. Mhm. 
CEOs, owners of companies, people with ideas, startups, any business, really. Nice. The business probably needs about 50 to 100 people, really, or more. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool, man. Well, that I, I always like to ask uh, musicians because, I mean, there are some musicians locally that, that do make, uh, you know, the, the, that are able to, you know, live off of their life but or live off of their, their band uh, and whatnot. But for the most part, uh, most of us at least have a couple gigs to keep us going and uh, a day job to help pay for our music addiction, right? <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Uh, so yeah, yeah, let's uh, let's let's dig a little deeper into some of your influences, man. So um, I'm, I, I I've been asking this question just because it kind of gives me a key to uh, some of people's backgrounds. So if you don't mind, um, why don't you pick four albums that have made a, like a positive, direct impact on your life, Jamie? Four albums that have made a direct and positive impact on my life. Yep. Wow. Whew. Well, we're probably going to have to say Metallica's Ride the Lightning because we mentioned that earlier. There it goes, yeah. Day one. Uh, yeah, very profound hearing that. I remember sharing that with family members, and like my mom, and she's like, man, I'm like, you got to listen to Fade to Black. Like, it's such a, just a really great, I, it, it really hit me at a very, very young age for some odd reason. It just had a great feel to it. And the acoustic into the heavy, it was just really surprising because I've always been listening to is classic rock at that point and old 50s rock, you know, <laughs> from your parents. But nice. I was like, man, this is this is really cool. Yeah. So I was in it for him the bell tolls. And I just remember doing a lot of air drumming with my buddies to all that music and just getting totally, completely immersed and lost in it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it took you to another world, man. Yeah, um, man. The other ones, and I got to try to take the focus off Metallica. <laughs> Probably Mo- Mo- Motley Crue. Okay, yeah. Uh, Doctor Feelgood. Um, yeah, I learned bass parts to all that on my own when I was learning how to play the bass. Yeah, that, that, that's what I remember with all the Motley Crue tunes. And um, the first time was pretty good too. Didn't really have too much of an effect, but I remember that I had some good songs on it. Yeah. But yeah, I think that came out, and I went and got the tape for that, too. I think that was, like, what, the late 80s or something like that? Um, so that was cool. Yeah. They, like, they like released a video, you know, of them talking about all the videos that came out of the album. Like, Don't Go Away Mad and all the other, all the other ones, like, same old situation and all that. I remember picking up the, the video for that whole album, too, when it came out. You know, you... You pick up VHS videos of bands that you love. Yep. Because you wanted to, like, have a collection of them. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. We I, did that back then, right? I still have a few. Um, yeah. <laughs> that was fun. And then the tape would wear out after, like, a year, you know? Right. Like, I get, it's like going in and out. <laughs> <laughs> we need another one. Buy the copy. <laughs> yeah, buy another one, right? Exactly. Um. Gosh, what else? I'd say like Three Dog Night, Greatest Hits. Okay. Um, I thought that was a good, they have some really good songs in their catalog. I grew up on that with, with my parents and all that jazz. Yeah. Um, Joy of the World, you know, Shambhala, those are all great tunes. 
Um, what else? I'd One say mode. Moving, moving pictures by Rush. Oh, nice. Hell yeah. R.I.P. Neil Peart. Indeed. Yeah, I was very sad about that for quite a while, actually. Um, yeah, that's a great album. And then probably there's a fourth one, right? I think you, you just did four. You did Metallica, Molly Crew, uh, Three Dog Night, and Rush. Hey, close enough for government work. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, the Seattle stuff, I mean, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, oh, thanks a lot, Dell. Hooking me up with the drivers and it updates. All right, there we go. <laughs> I'll, do, I'll I'll edit that out. <laughs> no, I won't. I'll keep it in. Uh, so, <laughs> why don't you? Uh, yeah. So, uh, obviously, growing up in the Northwest, um, what are, what are a few of your favorite Northwest bands of all time? Northwest bands, probably Alice in Chains. Yep. Nirvana. Soundgarden. Yep. Um, God, who else? Anymore, those are some big hitters. I mean, you guys say Hendrix, I, I guess. Of course, of course. Yep. Um, Heart. Yeah. Oh gosh, who else? So many more. Well, there are so many yeah. more. We don't have to keep going on and on about that. But those are some some very important ones. I dig it, man. Um, before we uh, end this here with you, I, I'm curious about uh, what's your what's your um, kind of Goals for, obviously, who knows when everything will go back to a semblance of normal or what they're calling the quote-unquote new normal. Um, what, uh, what what are some things you'd like to accomplish with 1967, uh, assuming things can go back to somewhat normal and you can actually play shows and whatnot? Yeah, I'd, I'd like to establish an omnipresence with the band and the music yeah. and get it released very widely across the world. Um, and I'd like to mention Botch is another favorite band from the Northwest. Oh, yeah. Throw that in there. Heavy. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's the, the long-term goal, the end goal, omnipresent for the music. And to finish that tour would be nice, too, get that (laughs) running. Yeah, to be able to play one show would also be nice, right? To be able to to be able to jam, yes, with the musicians would be a great goal as well. <laughs> I imagine that can be frustrating. So, uh, all right, man. Oh, yeah. Do you uh, do you have any words of advice or, or final words for anyone that's listening that might be a little you know cooped up and kind of bummed out? Meditate, pray, feel grateful. Yeah. One day at a time. Take it easy. Easy does it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right on, man. Well, I appreciate Relax. the... Relax. Yeah. Well, give it a shot. Give it a shot. Be easy on Love. yourself, right? Exactly. Definitely. Exactly. So here's another yep. song by 1967. We got Not That Good Yet. Uh, right on, man. Well, thanks for the interview, and uh, I appreciate it. And you know what? Let's take a rain check when we're actually allowed to go back into the studio and do an interview. Let's uh, let's make that happen, okay? I'd really love to help you out. Yeah, it'd be fun. Hell yeah, man. Well, here it is, Not That Good Yet, new music by 1967. Thanks, Jamie.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.